1: Well, welcome back as we head into hour two for those guests calling in on hold, please wait. I will get to you. I promise right now I got to deal with uh, something that you need to know about if you don't yet, which is an initiative that will be on our ballot this coming November most likely, but we have an opportunity to perhaps prevent that from happening and uh, one of the um, one of the people who is helping lead or in any event, effort that is a dear friend, Adrian Johnson. She's a senior advisor to the Arizona Women of Action, one of the great groups that keeps this state on the straight and narrow, um, doing wonderful work like few other civic groups I know, especially being for so young an organization as Arizona Women of Action is, azwomenofaction.com. Adrienne Johnson is a senior advisor. She is here in her personal capacity, though. She is not here speaking on behalf of Arizona Women of Action uh, on an effort called, uh, excuse me, Decline to Sign. Decline to sign is the name of this effort that uh, Adrian and a lot of other really good people are involved in. Adrian, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us.
2: Hi, Seth. It's such an honor to be on your show and to have this opportunity to talk about this radical Arizona abortion amendment that's heading our way. Um, And yes, I am with Arizona Women of Action. We're doing great things. And as a matter of fact, we have a summit on February 1st coming up, and we will be there. The Decline to Sign effort will be there. Um, So go to ArizonaWomenOfAction.com and get your tickets and learn more about the Decline to Sign um, in that way.
1: Good, good. Tell us about this initiative, if it gets on the ballot, what it would mean, and tell us what this Decline to Sign effort that you're involved in does.
2: Yes, thank you. So Arizona is on the way to being like Ohio with a constitutional amendment that would permanently legalize abortion through all nine months of pregnancy. It's very radical. Um, This is not the old abortion debate of the past 50 years. Um, Basically, you're either for abortion up to birth or you're not. So people have been gathering signatures for what's called the Arizona Abortion Access Act Act petition since september 12th and they have until july 3rd to get over 380 signatures if they get enough signatures then it will go on to the 2024 ballot as an amendment Uh, historically once this sort of measure gets on the ballot it passes so our grassroots efforts um, called decline to sign is working to stop the signature gathering and the process Uh, has been successful in peacefully having signature gatherers leave the area or potential signers change their mind.
1: Faithful and peacefully asking people to leave the area when they bring these uh, petitions for you to sign and encouraging others not to sign it, not to put this on the ballot, because it will be one of the most radical implementations, changing the Arizona Constitution, by the way, one of the most radical implementations of abortion law in the history of, frankly, the country, and right right. here in Arizona. Go ahead. Yeah,
2: that's right. Um, And so with decline to Sign, we are prayerfully and peacefully engaging with potential signers of this petition to share truthful information that this abortion measure would be through all nine months. And this truthful message has been successful. Uh, We're here to inform people, not convince them, so just speaking the truth has been very powerful and potential signers have changed their minds. And um, if you go to our website, decline to net, you can read the amendment itself and you can see clearly in section A2 that states abortion is a fundamental right after the fetal viability um, of, of the mother, uh, baby. So, it is, in fact, um, an up to birth abortion amendment, and it's necessary. Um, in the amendment, it says it would be abortion after fetal viability if it is necessary to protect the physical or mental health of the pregnant individual. And it says individual, not says it does not say woman, mother, or female in the amendment. Which is uh, something to note. Yeah, kind so, of
1: interesting that. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. point out what it means when they use the phrase mental health, necessary to protect mm-hmm. the physical or mental health. Mental health, in, for those that are not uh, familiar with this kind of leisure do, legal leisure domain, mental health is the um, MAC truck that is used to drive through any other restriction based on time period during gestation. All a pregnant mother has to say if they want to get an abortion to a doctor is that it will distress them. It will affect their mental health at the most thin level of excuse or most thin level of justification for them to be able to obtain a legal abortion. This is what came out of DeWalt and Roe Wade, and this is how you end up having these late-term abortions, or abortions for any reason whatsoever that has nothing to do with the life or physical health of the mother. Yes?
2: Yes, absolutely. And we know all moms get stressed and are anxious in pregnancy. That's very natural. So this opens up access to abortion even beyond fetal viability, right, which right. in itself is vague. Right. Uh, fetal viability is to right. 24 weeks. Not quite sure. So, uh, yes, this is extremely radical. And you're absolutely right. It opens uh, it up to any point in pregnancy. And we're so afraid of women being taken advantage of by the abortion industry.
1: They're pouring a lot of money into this effort, too, as I understand it. I don't know what the numbers are, they but I've are. seen. Them. Yeah. Do you have a sense of what they're put willing to put in on this?
2: Just a ton of money yeah, yeah. pouring in from Planned Parenthood, yeah. from California. Yeah. yeah, So they they want to change our... It'll, I mean, petition. by plenty
1: of money, we're talking tens of millions. They will be putting yeah. tens of millions into this, including the number, the money that it takes, you know, to, 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 I mean, the kinds of efforts it takes to get, what what is it, 300 plus people to sign a petition to get this on the ballot.
2: That's right. Yeah. And, so
1: go ahead. Sorry.
2: And petition, no, and petition gatherers are being paid. Yeah. And God bless them. Uh, We pray for them. Um, But they are not telling the full story that after fetal viability is in the amendment, and that means up to birth. So this amendment, again, would legalize abortion on demand and would remove all safeguards as well that are in place, such as parental notification. So a 12-year-old could get an abortion without parental notification, and that's very, very scary. We know that that will open up um, our state to being a welcoming state for sex traffickers and so forth. That's a good point. Um, who are yeah, who are seeking to get abortions for their the victims?
1: That's, that's um, a point I hadn't even contemplated. That's a good one. Yes, yeah, thank you.
2: Yes, Anton. we would be a safe haven for for uh, abortion on demand. It's very hard That's to stop
1: you. I want to underscore a point you made on the Decline to mm-hmm. Sign effort. Is it, you want to give the website out again for people to sure. learn more about it? Go ahead.
2: It's declinetosign.net, okay. and you can follow us on social media Great. and reach out to us that way.
1: Great. I, the, the, the reason I'm, I'm so... Um, happy you're doing this uh, gratified that you're doing this i wish you didn't have to but uh, oh. that they are now the, fu- the 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 battle is joined i'm glad you're doing it and 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 your and your uh, team members because it's incredibly important to recognize that these you're right initiatives, these ballot efforts, once they are up for election, once they do make it to the ballot, once they clear the Secretary of State's office, in other words, they're very hard to get a no vote on. Extremely hard. Almost impossible. I led an effort once in 2016 and we were successful. But it's very, very, very hard to do. So if we can Mm -hmm. prevent it from getting on the ballot in the first place, that's really crucially important.
2: It is. I'm so happy to have your support. You bet. Um, yeah, it's so important to keep this off the ballot. Um, and there, you know, are other issues. Um, it blurs the lines as to who can treat a mom because of. It, in the amendment it states medical professional, yeah. which does not mean a doctor. That's correct. It could be a medical assistant. That's correct. Or, that's correct. Yeah.
1: That's correct. So that's, it's, it's a Mack truck driving through the wall. That's, that, that, right. that's the best thing I can think of, no matter how cleanly mm-hmm. or pristinely worded or how um, saleable they try and make it sound. It's important that you listen to people like Adrian. Uh, it's important you listen to shows like this one to understand what it really means. Um, there's a lot of money behind it too. Anyway, Adrian, thank you. Adrian, Johnson. And uh, one more plug for Arizona Women of Action, too, again, whom you're not speaking yeah. on behalf of, but if you want to say one more word about their website as well.
2: Oh, yes. Arizona Women of Action dot com. Uh, we're doing great things to um, preserve our freedoms in Arizona, protect children, um, including um, the unborn. And um, and we're working on education. I'm working personally on seeding uh, great, wonderful School board candidates, good, and um, which is so important, yes, to you, you, to help our schools.
1: I love you all. I, I love you all Thank dearly. You. You're doing great work. I know you well, people. This is a good group. Thank, Thank you, you. Adrian. This is a good woman too. Thank you, Adrian. Shattered. That's a good word for this. Uh, welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Brought to you by the Patriot. Uh, brought to you by the uh, Patriots at the Veteran Owned Midas Gold Group. Your trusted source for precious metals. We were talking about addiction recovery. Uh, we were talking about uh, Hunter's and Jill Biden's using of it to uh, shield them from legal and political liabilities. Jim very patiently is calling in on this, Jim in Scottsdale. Sir, thank you for your patience. I'm glad you called.
3: Not at all, Seth. I just wanted to reinforce your point that you're making uh, and to say, just to make the point additionally that uh, what they are doing in protecting him and taking his side too liberally is called enabling. They are making it safe for him to further his addiction. And uh, I, I worked in, in addiction treatment uh, for 10 years, and I saw a lot of parents who were just so emotionally welcoming uh, because they felt great about having their loved one back and sober or clean. And uh, so they, they, uh, they poured on that uh, ex-addict, or addict, that still, they poured on them a lot of love and consideration uh, which is understandable, but unfortunately for the addict, that's just reinforcement that, okay, so if I, uh, if I uh, relapse and I uh, decide to get back in, into sobriety and treatment, uh, this is what I'm going to get. People are going to shower affection and all kinds of uh, tributes to me. So uh, that's a point that needs to be taken into account in sheltering and shielding anyone from the consequences of their addiction.
1: Thank you for that, Jim. How long are you in uh, sobriety now? Twenty-five years and nine months. Oh, God bless you.
3: And I will say one last point. I'll say that I have five older siblings who know uh, that I've been sober that long, and they never said a word to me about it. And I don't expect them to. You know, if you told me you were addicted to or you had an allergy to orange juice, and you haven't had it for two years, I just look at you like, well, you know, great.
1: Yeah, good on you. Exactly. And, on you. and that's a good way to think about it, too. I, I've heard it described. I mean, it's worse than than, than an allergy that makes you sneeze. It's, it's an allergy that can take your life. Sure. But, yeah, an sure. allergy isn't a bad way to think about it. A disease is not a bad way to think about it. But it is a disease that has a cure. Um, it has a prevention, and it has a yeah. cure. Um, the prevention is not to start, Um, The cure is to immediately get into uh, treatment and long-term sobriety or recovery, and it will work every single time it's tried. But part of that, you're absolutely right, is taking the consequences. That is why the most successful programs do not do precisely what hunter and his family are doing which is using it as leverage for a political point or leverage to escape culpabilities the most successful programs say you have to own up to what you did you have to admit it you have to make apologies you can't conceal and continue to lie you can't lie about your behavior and i'm not going to say that everyone who goes through what you or hunter went through and i don't even know what the levels are of, of your story but i'm I'm not going to say everyone has to do what you do either, that they have to go into into, uh, you know, uh, some form of public helping of others. It obviously is something that does help someone. I've seen that before. You know, one of the best ways to keep your recovery is to help give it away. But not yeah. we're not asking that of Hunter. But it is interesting that he has made no effort to do that when indeed a lot of public figures who do publicly admit to their problem do precisely that sort of thing. And there has been no shame. There has been... Uh, no, what's the word of art? People are word worried about uh, shame, and uh, I'm blanking on
3: remorse. Maybe.
1: Well they're they're always they're always talking about oh, stigma. They're they're they say they're so worried about stigma. Get over it, folks. They're, that's over. That day is long gone. I, I mean, oh yeah. That day yeah. is long gone. We embrace and we encourage people who can do this and face up to it and be honest about it, taking a thorough and honest accounting. That's the opposite of what he's doing and they're waging it through the family and himself as a thing that we that leaves us because no one is talking about his addiction quite frankly they're talking about the things he did during what he says was an addiction which I'll sure. take his word at he looks like one um, from the behavior he engaged in. I'll take his word that he was one but we're not we don't we're not blaming him for that disease we're blaming him for what he did and for not taking accountability for it and moreover, The effects it had with his family, particularly his father, which is an excuse to shut that discussion down, too.
3: And Seth, I've seen uh, people in recovery who have had to turn themselves in for the commission of felonies and risk going to jail. Uh, And the question to them is always put, are you willing to go to any lengths to achieve
1: sobriety? Yes, yes, yes. And either you
4: are or you aren't.
1: Yes. And And you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to break the law. Absolutely. And you don't, God, please don't have to be uh, someone who violates the law to feed your addiction. But if you do, that's right. Uh, David Crosby. Yeah, David Crosby put it well once. He said, I never saw the light until I saw the law. My friend Jeff Taylor, who did the org with me, and Steve Moak, who did it as well, you know, helped me f- found it as well. They're very open and public about their recovery, but they will tell you one of the only ways you maintain your recovery is facing the consequences. Absolutely. There have to be consequences. Yeah. And it con- can be painful. It but, can be uh, painful, but the light you are about to see and enter will be brighter than anything you've ever seen or known before.
3: And the pain of relapse is much, much worse than anything you're going to have to face.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, keep doing the good work that you're doing, sir. Hold on to uh, your recovery uh, as you would hold on to dear life because that's what it is about. Um, this is not something to be be casually played with or used as a political or legal weapon. Um, we'll do, Seth. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your call. I'm thank you. Happy Good to take you as well. God bless and um, God speed, David, I. Yeah, I almost hate to. All right. Let me let me take this call real quick. Um, Josh and Gilbert. Hello, Josh.
4: Hey, Seth. thanks for taking the call again. How are you?
1: I'm well. How are you?
4: Hey, good. Super quick. I've always been kind of a Navy nerd, so I follow a lot of the stuff going on in the Red Sea. I saw last week they had the largest attack yet with, like, 18 missiles or drones Uh that were shot down. Uh And um, I saw this morning on the Hugh Hewitt show when I was driving to work that, you know, the Iranians claimed, I guess, they hijacked an oil tanker. I did some research, and you might remember this more than me since I was born in 82, but I guess we, you know, destroyed and did quite a bit of work on the Iranian Navy back um, during the Reagan era, and I, you know, saw that it was because I guess one of our ships at the time hit an Iranian mine and nearly sank, and that was one of the reasons they went forward and basically just kind of took care of everything they, you know, took out the Iranian Navy as it was at the time.
1: Operation praying mantis right uh, can you I have yeah. to take a break can you stick with me Josh can you, uh, you come back on the other yeah. side of this break with me I'd, I'd appreciate it very much thank you if you can I'd love it I'm Seth Leson and room for more six zero two five zero eight zero nine six zero We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Josh and Gilbert has been patient and uh, was leading us off on a discussion of the goings on in the Middle East with regard to the Navy, uh, the Iranian Navy. What is it? The Artesh? Well, they have two. They have the IRGC Navy and the and the Army Navy. Anyway, Josh, thank you for your patience. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, thanks, Seth. And I know this is
4: one of your shorter segments, so That's I'll be okay. quick. And I don't Before. mean to rehash. No, no, I don't no, no mean to it's rehash good. History. It's good. Yeah. So, you know, after that ship was almost sank, obviously they they in an operation it took out quite a few, you know, and basically destroyed what was left of the Navy at the time. And because of that, it actually helped bring an end to the Iraqi-Iranian war, yeah. which we all know is absolutely terrible. Yeah. So moving forward to today, as great as our ships are, if you just start launching 30, 40 missiles at a time, eventually it's possible one or two could slip through right. and do some damage right. on one of these ships. Right.
5: Right. Right. So
4: I think the administration seems to think, you know, they're going, it's like the opposite. It's like, oh, we don't want to do anything to, you know, upset them, when instead, you could do, you could really hit them hard, and they might look the other way and go, all right, maybe we shouldn't do this. So it's like they're looking in a completely different direction. Not only that, the amount of money we're spending shooting down like $5,000 drones, Correct. I mean, for every. You know, we're launching, like, million-dollar missiles and interceptor systems to, like, bring these down. It's just mind-boggling. Now, I realize, listen, I'm a realist. They're not going to do anything unless something actually were to happen to one of our ships. But... It's just it's just crazy, because I, I love the Navy. We have, like, just the absolute best stuff in the world, and you're literally just having to get shot at every single yeah, day. Yeah, no, you're right,
1: Josh. I mean, criminal law is different than uh, deterrence, um, in the sense that, you know, in criminal law, you can't arrest someone until after they commit the crime. Uh, but when it comes to national defense or our allies' defense, it should be uh, 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 it, the word we've lost here is deterrence, which is another fancy word for pre- prevention. And you're absolutely right. What was it Ronald Reagan said in his 1980 convention speech? It is when nations are weak that war comes. It is when nations that are um, uh, uh, project weakness. Uh, when um when when war is declared on them not when they are strong and we are projecting weak, weakness and war has been coming at us from iran for 45 iran for 45 years it's quite enough of this it's quite enough josh right
4: yeah i mean i i mean i listen i got three little kids that just had a, a, my third boy last month i listen i i get the world we live in and i don't want anything stuff like that to happen because you know or anything crazy to happen in the future and you know but i mean you gotta you gotta hit them i'm not saying you go right after a ran right off the spot but you have gotta be able to like knock and absolutely just wipe out whatever left of these Houthis, and just move on with your day because it's not fair to the sailors
1: no we're
4: just they're getting shot at every day That's and you know these it's just, it's and it's not the way. first
1: time our sailors have been subject to the terrors of Iran either. When were you in service, Josh?
4: So I, I, I was never. I never was. I'm just a hardcore Navy guy. I oh, love wow. the Navy. I've, wow. okay. I've always, I've always been a Star Trek guy. So I love ships and uh-huh. all that kind of nerdy stuff. But yeah. on, um, I know you're a fan of Real Clear Politics. Yeah. Um. There's a defense tab, so every day I read all the daily defense. Yeah, updates. that's a great so,
1: page. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm always kind of aware of all this stuff. You know, I'm I'm really excited that a new USS Enterprise aircraft carrier is going to be. You know. Oh, his, oh you are a nerd. Hey,
1: young David, give him <laughs> um, give this nerd uh, Maynard Ferguson's uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica or Star Trek to go out with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Josh, you're great, man. How old are your kids?
4: Uh, four, two, and six weeks. Well, and they're all boys.
1: Six weeks. God love you and them. Uh, let's resolve this year to uh, do something during these elections that gives them a safer world, huh? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Thank you, Seth. I appreciate it as always.
1: No. Amen to you, and I appreciate you. What a nice call. Please stay close. Uh, it's good to have you, um, you experts who were in and who were not in. This is an anniversary, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, speaking of Mr. Reagan. I think it's... When he gave his farewell address. We'll be right back. Friends, the folks at Midas Gold Group have told me that the U.S. government and the Fed will have no choice but to eventually steer interest rates lower because if they don't, the current level of interest rates will bankrupt the nation. There's no telling when the dam will break, but when it does, Midas wants to make sure you have flood insurance, in this case, gold. Call Midas Gold Group now. Look into the opportunities gold can provide you as a way to diversify your investments. Call 480-360-3000 or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. Midas Gold Group is the nation's number one veteran-owned gold IRA firm. Protect your assets. Call 480-360-3000. That's 480-360-3000. Midas Gold Group, always faithful. MidasGoldGroup.com well we did a little bit of a botching of this yesterday just a little but this was kind of funny let me lighten it up just a few minutes we've been hitting it pretty hard here um i they they tease me around here that there's a committee going on in my head all the time uh you know <laughs> a lot of lot of <laughs> a lot of discord sometimes it's not a committee it's a full joint session of congress and um they, I don't know how they did this, but they figured out some way to probe it and record it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And we tried to do it yesterday. We kind of did. But um, anyway, just a little light fun. Uh, the staff's version here of what they think goes on in my head, or they got it from my head, Maestro Maestro. I don't know why. Well, I'm they kind of... don't have coconuts Swiss in all Switzerland. All this episode <whistles> of the... That's all, folks. really right back. I'm not wearing pink. i learned to never get any of that alcohol. He was a rock star. He was a fan of the Republican Party. Pay attention to me. Sandwiches! Is there Sam Stone's voice in there? I think so. Is he in my head? We play this for him. All right. Um... <laughs> Serious and, and a little not, but mostly on a, on a serious point. Tell me about this thing. You got a gift packet. What the, what, what's this thing you said it's worth talking about, David?
5: We, we are honored to have received a care package in the mail. And this know. care package came from conservative dating app, The Right Stuff. Are you familiar at all with this? I'm, I'm, I'm I've confessing been on I'm not. For about six months, but, I want to say it was invented and created by former presidential personnel office head John McKenty. Okay. And uh, he even wrote me a personal letter and put it in the box. And uh, Did you meet him or something? I, I have never met him in person. This is all digital. I I offered to put some of his flyers in our office. I'm yeah. hoping that the suits upstairs are okay with this <laughs> yeah. offer I made. Yeah. But it's a, it's a conservative dating app. It, we got a bumper sticker. We got a T-shirt. We even got a... Uh, a CAG hat. Do you know what that is? Oh, I'm looking at it. So a Keep I... America Great hat. Yeah, A yeah. CAG hat. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which wouldn't be appropriate. Mm. I guess not. Right. I guess not. Right. Yeah. We need to go back to MAGA.
5: Maybe I can pull this out in six years. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good for you. Six. Six years. Why six? To Keep America Great 2028. Yeah, but that's Four not years. Six yeah, years. you're right. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of confused as to yeah. what you No, you threw me, in. I didn't
1: know if I had missed something. Oh, yes. Okay. No, no, no. All right. I mean, uh, four years now. So what is it
5: called? It's called The Right Stuff. I've used it for a bit. It is exclusively for conservative singles who are looking to find other conservative people in the country, and they're growing exponentially. I read somewhere that they were the second most popular dating app in Arizona. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, they have uh, maps of stuff of this um, of the popularity, and it's growing just exponentially. Apparently, politicized dating apps are... A thing now, people are looking for a partner that shares ideological um, politics with them. Of course, they're saying that one of the biggest turnoffs for gentlemen in Generation Z is a young woman identifying as a communist. So that goes on. It, Women are public about their communism. Oh, and their socialism. And
1: what uh, a different country! Yes. Uh, what a different country! Someone told me the story. I've I've repeated it before, or I've told it before. I'm repeating it now. That. Um, she growing up in a in a in a you know fairly uh, somewhat I guess liberal household or progressively thinking household uh, came home one day like all young girls or little girls do and say, "Mommy, is it okay if I ever were to marry a fill in the blank?" And I think she said a, a black man, and her mom said, "Well, of course." And I think she said something like, "Mommy, is it okay if I ever were to marry um, a Mexican?" And she said, well, of course. Mommy, is it okay if I ever were to marry a, an Indian? This was in the 60s, so this was would have been the parlance. Well, of course. Is there anyone I can't marry? And Mom said, you can marry anyone you want, just not a communist. <laughs> that That's how we used to talk about that and think about that here. And that was before we knew the body count. I mean, we had a sense of what was going on in uh, the evil empires around the world, but it was before we knew the tens of millions of people, never mind the enormity of all the dissidents and the way they were treated and the abuse of psychiatry that was going on that we, we spoke about the other day and all the other oppression and repression. This would have been in the 60s. That was the common sentiment in this country. So we've advanced now, young David, you're telling me to a point where women on dating apps are saying, I'm a communist? Proudly Uh, preening in life, strutting about it.
5: There are dating apps out there for leftward leaning political people, and this is the dating app, the premier dating app for those Americans that have traditional values and want to start families and uh, bring about greatness. You know, this is
1: where I gotta laugh a little bit—not at this app. It's a good idea. I like the idea of it. I think Um, let's try and get him on.
5: I would love to. What's his name? Reach out. It's John McGinty. He was head of the presidential.
1: Yeah, let's get him on.
5: Presidential personnel office. There we go. Let's
1: get him on. But, you know, for all those people, this is where I got to laugh a little bit, for all those people that talk about the oppression and tyranny, um, anti-democratic viewpoints, anti-democratic policies of Donald Trump when he was president, I'll never forget Ilan Omar standing in front of the House of Representatives, decrying the dictator Donald Trump for tyrannizing our nation's communities. And I thought, you know, I just can't think of a tyranny where someone could stand in front of the legislative body and decry it. And, you know, that's kind of a maybe a simple way of viewing things. But just how tyrannical and dictatorial was this man? Where you can freely, without sanction, just preen and strut and promote your communism and Marxism openly, without—I I mean, you know—we can have the debate as to whether whether it's literally protected speech in all aspects or not. But the notion that these things exist in proliferation here you know under that took place and t- and 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 started under Donald Trump you know what a tyrant not very good at it i would say just a not very good one if that's tyranny bring on more of it i suppose one might think if you're a leftist marxism has never flourished more we'll be right back i always like how she says Gloria. Uh, Gloria. No, no one has pronounced it that way ever except, who is that, Branigan?
5: You know how, uh, yes, this is Laura Branigan. You know how you have certain memories of certain songs yes, you sir. were telling me earlier in the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, that, you yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, reminiscing, reminded you of The Rain. Yeah. I think this show, this this song yeah. will forever be molded in my brain for New Year's Eve of this past year.
1: <laughs> you were with someone named Gloria?
5: No, but I listened to this song. Oh, okay, on loud and full blast.
1: We're gonna need a little more than I heard the song once before. I heard the on song on a going forward there basis. There were two dogs;
5: they were dancing uh, we're, in the streets okay, of Phoenix. Okay, there you go. There you go. Okay, it's not a go. joke.
1: <laughs> Portions of two dogs dancing in the streets of Phoenix. Yes. Portions of this show brought to you by our good friends at Y Refi. They have an investment for you that really invests flexibility and control. In you. you get a monthly statement, of course, with no surprises, but with this secure collateralized portfolio from Y-Refi, there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back, um, and you can turn your income on offer or offer, or or it, whatever you like. Y-Refi is offering up to a 10.25% fixed rate of return, fixed rate of return, and it's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. Check them out at investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then refy.com. Call 888-YREFI-24, 888-YREFI-24. I was just thinking of Josh from Gilbert. Josh's call a couple segments ago about what's going on in the Middle East, uh, the Red Sea, and the Gulf, um, with the Houthi attacks, the Iranian-backed attacks against the United States. I think we shot down 21 missiles yesterday from them, I think, aimed at us. Here's uh, your foreign policy genius uh, about whom... Um, about whom uh, Robert Gates, the former Obama defense secretary, said Joe Biden has been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the last several years. Here's Joe Biden a year ago, a year ago.
3: We're also stepping up our diplomacy to end the war in Yemen, a war which has created a humanitarian and strategic catastrophe. This war has to end. And to underscore our commitment, we're ending all American support for offensive operations in the war in Yemen, including relevant arms sales. Diplomacy is back. We're also stepping up our...
1: Yeah, that worked out well, didn't it? Defund our ally. Get attacked. Well done, sir. Be right back.